This is exactly right. It's 1943 in the Kingdom of Bulgaria. As the Second World War rages, King Boris dies suddenly and every nation is a suspect. The Butterfly King premieres March the 21st on Exactly Right. It's a cruel tale of a doomed royal dynasty. Somewhere, the truth is out there. Listen to The Butterfly King on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. We are doing a holiday party this Sunday on Zoom. We are so excited to see you all there. Let's bring in the season, right? Uh, You guys, we are like just looking to party with you, our listeners, who we love so much. Uh, We're super excited. We're going to have a signature cocktail and a signature mocktail so that you can make yourself a little drink drink before the show. Look out on our social. We're going to post a recipe for that so that we can all cheers together. Uh, And man, am I excited for this lineup. Yeah, we've got Naomi up Kerrigan. Um, we've got Aaron Lampart is going to come on and do an amazing bit for us. Resident Hunk Ryan Nemeth is back, per usual. You know how much we love him. <laughs> We're going to have carols. We're just so excited to ring in the holiday season with you guys. It's been a hard year for all of us. So come hang out, have some fun with us. Uh, the show is this Sunday, December 6th. It's 6 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Or sorry, 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can get tickets right now if you go to tinyurl.com slash L2L holiday party. That is posted on our Instagram link, on our Twitter. You can find the link there. Also, if you're a Patreon member, you you get a special discount code. So go to patreon.com slash lady to find out your discount there. And we're just super excited to see you guys and have a great little holiday party together. Dress up, too. We're all yeah, going to be wear yes. something festive. Festive. festive out pa- park in front of your tree. We're going to have a great time. We can't wait to see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> On to the show. the show. I'm Babs Gray. And I must say, I'm doing the transition from slut to aunt with grace. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, uh, I'm Brandy Posey. And uh, it's not the most important thing, but Hannibal Lecter was also a bad psychiatrist. We never talk about that. <laughs> That's true. I'm Tess Barker and sucks that shit sucks. Am I right? <laughs> and this is I'm... lady to lady. Oh, <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> okay. can you keep a secret? Neither can we. We got Barbara Brandy and of course Big Tess. We got a show for everyone. That's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite ladies, ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. Ba-dum-bum. Hell yeah. Welcome to the show. Laura, uh, our guest today is Laura Keitlinger. She's the shit. Do you have a joke for us? Oh, it I seemed like you had a bit ready to go. something from my act. I'll Please. That Absolutely. That really I love it. Usually- upsets people um uh i've had two i've had two abortions and uh it's true what they say it's hard to outlive your kids <laughs> oh my I, god that is such I, said, a good well, no. and I usually say well no actually i just had one and i did it online i'm still waiting for results blah 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 <laughs> Oh, you're amazing. Thank you so much for coming in the show. Laura is... I'm so glad to be here. Yeah. Uh, You know her from... She wrote for Roseanne, Will and Grace, uh, her show, The Minor Accomplishments of Jackie Woodman, and she was on Pen15 in the first season. So, Laura Keitlinger, thank you for joining us. Thank you. All the way from whatever, you know fucking hell we're all in (laughs) all tuning in from all of our own personal hells that we're tuning in from welcome to the show thank you we're making it happen (laughs) you've got so you're so i see behind you you've got a green wall with like a um what is it called a gallery wall this is like my ideal i want to do something like this in my home but i'm so bad at it that i can't pull this off you can. I'll tell you what the color is. It's called Cat's Eye Green. Ooh, I love this. Perfect Sold. for a cat lady. Yep. And just like you can see the frames are all different. It doesn't really matter. And I just hung up, a you know, some mm-hmm. artwork. I've got artwork from Niad. Do you know about that? No. Yeah. What's that? Oh, it's amazing. It's uh, it's N-I-A-D. They're um, disabled artists and they're all incredible. Ooh. And when you buy a piece from them, uh, the money goes to... Um, you know, their, their, um, paintbrushes and all the, uh, 
tools that they need to keep creating. And also, you know, and, and I think they have like a, you know, a lunch and everything there. So um, that, that some of the artists, you know, can eat and whatever and enjoy themselves and have like, you know, kind of a, a, a social gathering while they work on stuff. So I've got Nyad art and I've got, um, that's Travis Millard. I don't know if you can see that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a cartoon dog who says, all I want to do is bark, bark, bark. I don't give a shit. I just want to bark. Um, <laughs> that's a good dog. Good boy. I know. Accurate. I know. We were hoping to get something going with that, uh, uh, with this company, Titmouse, because we wanted to do an animated uh, garage band of dogs. But uh, <laughs> That would be so fun. I know. Wouldn't it be cute? And so, and that's about it. And I've got, you know, a couple of, uh, just, I've got, oh, a couple of Will and Grace photos and, um, you know, and, and just all my awards and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good. Just, That's what I was really saying. Is I'm trying to yeah. get that. No, so no, I can, it's, yeah. yeah it's yeah. good. It's good. Yeah. I don't have yeah, any yeah. awards yet, but I'm building the shelves just in anticipation. Yeah. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> Yeah, that's you nice. Know you, you mean like a job? I like a writing job. That's what I'm working for. <laughs> That'd be a great right award. Now. Yeah. <laughs> to frame a paycheck on the wall after I cash mm-hmm. it. That would be you nice. Know, <laughs> I think I've talked about it on here before, but in junior high, I was like extremely, extremely competitive with speech. Oh, really? Mm. Very. Yeah. And I was very good and I got trophies every meet I went to. <laughs> I, That's that amazing. It's I'm the one thing at my that. mom's house that like I can't, my mom has this like room of my old trophies that I just like emotionally can't part with. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. Like I, So I think I need to make something functional out of them. Like I think I need to make like a trophy TV case. Oh, that would be cool. Make yeah, a chandel- yeah. Maybe you can make a chandelier or something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like shellac them into a, a side table or something. That would be neat. <laughs> you know, and I, I think it's nice even to have your, I have my, you probably can't see it, but I have my first shit list on my wall. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, and, like in third grade, and, I, and they all have fart <laughs> names like Kelly Fartson and all this other stuff. <laughs> and it's nice to like to say to have things from when you were a kid to say, oh, okay, so that's where to, you know that's that's where it's, it's what I've turned into. Yeah, that's yeah. Where it's, been I think this it's nice to have like a, a reminder of your seed. Yeah. yeah, I love yeah. that. Um, my, my, my favorite trophy story, there's an episode of Forensic Files where a cop uh, killed his family and burned the house down around them. But he got caught because he took all of his bowling trophies out of the house because he couldn't he couldn't bear to lose his bowling trophies in his insurance scam. Oh, and it, and they're like amazing. It's Obviously so useless good. to anyone else except for this man. Exactly. <laughs> That's the, the the deep question. What matters yeah. in your life? Exactly. Like all the and it de- happens to be trophies. All the detectives that they like interview are just like, ah, it shouldn't have been this easy <laughs> to catch this guy. <laughs> right, because they're wow. not really like portable as far as objects go. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he like puts That's them great. back in the garage, but like all this other stuff around them is burnt but it's just these completely untouched trophies. Oh, he put them back? He didn't just take them? He put them like in a corner of his garage, but clearly after it had been through fire because they would have melted and stuff. Okay, you know what? I'm on this man's side. Clearly bowling was the only thing he was good at. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, it'd be tough with with millennials since we all get so many participation trophies, Mm -hmm. you know? Dude, I've been trying to write a joke about this because like I hate that whole um, stereotype because as a kid who was trophy obsessed mm-hmm. if you gave me a participation trophy i would throw it in the garbage i hated yeah. participation trophies like there's nothing more insulting than getting a fucking tro- we're kids we're not dumb we know yeah. this is meaningless yeah we understand it's yeah. fine yeah. call me most yeah. improved you know if you're gonna lie to me lie give to me. me something yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i don't Artistic. even know if those are real yeah part, like it's i guess like it- you're alive Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've participated you, in society. You're not a hologram. You exist. Wow. I mean, have you guys ever gotten like an honorable mention? Yeah, they would do that on swim team. They would do that. Everybody they gave like all like the at the end of the year, they gave out all like the the, the people who broke records and then everybody else got like a tiny ribbon and none of us wanted it. We're all like, we don't right. we don't need that. You didn't want it. We don't I don't think that. anyone would dare give me an honorable mention. You either give me give me the main prize or give me nothing so I can be a bitch about it. I'm not taking that. I, you know, I'm I'm 
so much older than you guys. I was in a uh, slow class in second grade. Like they then we and we they called it slow class. Really, <laughs> never happened. Oh, no. And I mean, now I was looking like what it would be called like um, gaining momentum or building a better something yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Just because you can't be yeah. in the slow class, but I was. Yeah, in the you're alive class, you, yeah. you exist class. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved it. I really excelled. Mm-hmm. I was like, I did great. I got back into the regular just average third grade but i did so well in the slow class i like it um at what age do you guys think that trophies become awards because we don't call it like an oscar trophy but i it would be funny if we did we should because then it would like kind of minimalize the importance of it or you know just make it so much less yeah i like your your trophy for best actor (laughs) Uh, (laughs) oh are those your acting trophies (laughs) yeah That's a good, that is a good question, Brandy. What are you, what, uh, maybe eight, uh, let's see, 20? Yeah. 18 or 20? Yeah. Then then it goes back to, but then when you're winning bowling trophies, I guess like 60 and up, it goes back to trophy, doesn't it? Yeah. And then we've got medals in the mix, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, and then there's like the Heisman (laughs) trophy. Mm-hmm. Oh right! Oh yeah, they do call it a trophy. Well, I so think the actual thing is called a trophy, isn't it? Or I guess it's called like a a, a, a statue, not a statue, a statue, the Oscars or a statue, Oscar, okay. or a statuette, yeah. which is yeah. really but, like assuming of them. Like they're not statues; they're trophies. Yeah, yeah. and I think um, pros. I mean, usually trophies are sports related, aren't, mm. aren't they? Or, or yeah, I, I think that's where the line occurs. Unless yeah. it's a wife, am I right? Hey, huh? <laughs> this is my award wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I meddled in this wife. <laughs> yeah. You know, I read, I was listening to some podcaster. I never remember where I hear shit, but um, apparently they did like a study and people who win silver medals are far more unhappy than people who win bronze medals. Because oh, they're so close. When to you're the so top. close, yeah. Whereas the person that wins bronze is just like, dude, I medaled. That's pretty. That's cool. why I'm saying I'm mm. like, give me the yeah, gold or don't give me nothing. Right. right. <laughs> but do you think you could handle a bronze? No. <laughs> uh. I guess it depends on what perks come along with it. I guess another, if there was like a, a day for um, bronze winners, winners of the bronze, that would be another stab to the people who win silver. That's yeah. true. Like we're celebrating bronze, the third place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bronze parade? Yeah. I was watching, Netflix has this new show called We Are the Champions, and it's like they, they kind of observe different championships around the world. And um, they had the world's hottest pepper eating contest oh i would like to do that well yeah so the california or not no the carolina reaper is the hottest uh i guess Mm -hmm. pepper on record Mm -hmm. and so like a jalapeno i'm gonna fuck this up but a jalapeno has like three thousand, whatever the fuck you call it of gigawatts let's say hotness gigawatts yeah yeah yeah. and the carolina reaper has like three million or something Wow. It was just crazy to watch these people ingest them and be like, what is going to happen to your buttholes? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't oh, what, that's I the thing. What happens oh, to everyone at the end of this? Did yeah. any of you guys ever do Hot News in Portland, the, that web series? No, it's you like, eat, a, eat a Sean pepper and then talk about they give so? you, yeah, they, 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 it's a, it, it was an old like YouTube series they did where, um, I, I shot it at Bridgetown for one of the old festivals and like, uh, for, I did, spi- it was spicy interviews, spicy interviews, just spicy news where right. they, they gave two people's, me and Joanne Schinderly, they gave us each a habanero pepper and you have to eat it and then you have to like wait 30 seconds and then they record like a 10 minute interview where you ask each other these questions and answer questions back and forth horrifying horrible and then they gave you a tub of ice cream afterwards that you're just like <laughs> gargling in the back of your throat because <laughs> it's like that the hot is like down in a place you can't get to yeah oh, oh man and like doing it was rough but then like later i had shows and you should not have to do it on a day that you have shows oh, <laughs> yeah. i was just like please that Ugh. seems like they should have provided you with some kind of medical support or something afterwards. They yeah. should have. It like changed my uh, my taste buds for a while. Like I couldn't eat anything spicy for like months. Oof. God, nerves alone, I think would 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 be enough. And then on top of that, to do a show, oh, I used yeah. to, the, this friend of mine and I when we back when we were in Boston doing stand up, uh, 
we would, would if we went to the ladies room and they said there's no toilet paper are you going on next because <laughs> one of us would ultimately get so nervous that we'd be you know in the, <laughs> the pre-show <laughs> shit of course yes. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need say. that more than we need bottled water please make sure the bathrooms are stocked yeah. yeah, I will say that is the only good thing to doing shows uh, from Zoom at home is that I know that I'm dealing with a good bathroom situation. Oh, that is nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's the silver lining. <laughs> Have you guys oh, yeah. been doing a lot? Of, uh, I know you've been this that your show that you're doing now is a, it's a good show and a big success. Have you guys been doing stand up also on Zoom and all that stuff? Mm, yeah, I've I've done a pretty good amount. I was doing like a an, well, my Instagram show what whatever is ending but we were doing it every single night like on Instagram live and then Zoom oh, wow. yeah and then Zoom shows like this mm -hmm. um I've actually been really having fun with them because it's a fun way to kind of experiment since everything's in this little box you can kind of do some weird stuff physically mm -hmm. you know that you can't really do um in so person yeah I have this bit where it's where I <laughs> I, it's really idiotic, but I draw faces all over my body and then do a one person rent. And it's a lot easier to see the faces when the camera's right here. So everyone got to see my full ass with a face painted on it. It would have been a lot harder to see. What song did you have your ass do? To the song Rent from, you know, oh, with all the characters because it's kind of a good amount of people to break out and then Benny comes in in the middle and that's he's the ass you know so <laughs> it's been fun to kind of experiment with different things I think over zoom obviously you're dealing with a complete different like energy field as far as the audience goes but yeah it's been interesting totally different thing you just can't expect it to be regular stand-up <laughs> what about you Laura have you done any of them no this is the first, I, I was so nervous just about talking to you to you guys because I haven't done, I really haven't done anything. Um, I was busy having a brain aneurysm in August. And oh, so shit. I've been absolutely nothing but kind of laying around. Yeah. Kind of well, what the fuck? You're so fucking lazy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> I thought, I thought to myself, like, even, even with this shit, I should have, I should be because of all this time, I should know another language or something. Or <laughs> right. Something. We all that pressure on ourselves. Of, yeah. <laughs> well, God, I'm sorry that my, I can't believe you've been going through that. That's insane. Like, I think you yeah. you get an extra break to not have to do anything. So. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird pressure we put on ourselves to like, I've been doing it too. I, I'm like constantly sitting here being like, I need to like be getting things done or like do something better with my life. And then I'm like, no, I'm just going to watch 10 more hours of TV. And I think it's a good time to be honest with yourself because it's like if you're not doing mm -hmm. something now, you're never going to. So, like, yeah. you know, I'm going to throw away my surfboard. I'm going to throw away my chessboard. <laughs> I'm never going to get to those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way to be. It's like it's a, it's a good time to be really take a real honest look at yourself and figure out like what what is and isn't important. <laughs> I am though. I'm am getting like a, I just booked my first session with like a actual Spanish tutor, which I'm really excited about. Oh, good, oh, cool, yeah, that's, right. that's awesome. I do. I've been keeping up with it a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been pretty religious. It's it's like a it, it's something that's for whatever reason like grounds me in my day. Like I find it comforting just to like I mm -hmm. focus on like how to say I'm going to email the manager. Like that just like <laughs> yeah. Let's hear it, Jeff. Oh my God. Let's hear it. La Karina. Tell, tell us how you say it. <laughs> uh, voy a enviar a un, un email a el gerente. There that you sounds go. Great. Gracias. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you said, but it sounds right to me. <laughs> I'm going to email the manager. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Great. And then I got, um, yeah. So then I'm taking it to the next level and I booked like an in-person tutor who I'm going to talk to once a week. That's, that's awesome. It's just nice yeah. to have a pin pal. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be cool. I got, I haven't done something like that since like high school where you'd have to sit in exchange, you know, do, mm -hmm. obviously there weren't a tutor, but like someone in your class where you had to like practice with. Yeah. Well, I mean, I find, I find like trying to, God damn it, Garth. Sorry guys. Shh. <laughs> um, Garth, the Chihuahua I, knows we're podcasting. He's like, I'm also learning Spanish. Seriously. <laughs> oh, I've got a Chihuahua too. He's you right do? Yeah, he's asleep over there for some reason. Is he a motherfucker when you're trying to record? Well, no, he's just so, he is incredibly loud though. I wonder if it's small dogs. Small dogs just seem to be so damn loud. Oh yeah. That must yeah. be some kind of like an evolutionary thing that used to protect them when they were wolves or something. 
Yeah, a little wee man. Well, like uh, my Jack is a cat part Chihuahua now, which I've just learned through a DNA thing, and I'm like, oh no, a lot of your characteristics make sense. Like you're a little motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the little wee man. They're like, I was bred to keep an emperor warm, and then they ate me. Fuck you. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> is that what they were bred for? Yeah, they're supposed to be. They were bred to be like little like uh, warmers next to your body while you were sleeping. Mm. Um, wow, and that's what they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's amazing. They've yeah. remained on brand all these years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't exactly know how you do, how do you like how do you like breed a dog to do something like that? Like, how, do you just like keep put it, the ones that like being next to a person while they're sleeping? Like they're the ones that you keep. Like, I don't, do you even need to breed them for that? Don't you just put them near a person and it's like, they're warm. Yeah. They, they're giving you food. They'll just stay there. I don't know. I feel like wherever the food is, is where they end up. So you probably just get a halo of biscuits around their head or something. And then you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I'm not an animal husbandry. Why is it called husbandry? Is I hate not... that. I've yeah. always hated that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what is that? The training person? No, or that's yeah, the breeding, it's like when right? we started oh, living with the animals. Yeah. We call it husbandry. Yeah. Wait, I thought, wait, it's the breeding or the living with? Both. I mean, like when, when agriculture happened, that's like oh. <laughs> people took on husbandry. That makes sense because then it was like, that's when women were like, okay, I own you now. You're my wife. So right. let's name it husbandry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like little dogs walking up like, look at the collar that he bought me. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, wait, speaking of speaking of women being property, before we were recording, Laura, you said your Twitter handle is King Keitlinger because you had learned about female kings. Yes. And now I can't remember even where they were. I, I think maybe. Um, <laughs> but is there a Googling. distinction? Like it wasn't like they were queens, but they were female kings. No, they're kings. And I, I gosh, I think they were. Possibly, may have been like in Africa or uh, uh, I can't remember where they were. It was like an article I read one night, and I was like, "Oh, that's so amazing!" Um, and there were photos of them, and I don't know. I can't remember where they were. We have to. We'll have to look up or ask people where their female came. I mean, it kind of makes sense because just like as someone who just binge watched The Crown. Um, mm-hmm. The queen, like, replaced her dad, who was the king, but I feel like mm-hmm. the queen has way more shit they have to worry about than the king. Like, there's way more image stuff. You're oh, obviously yeah. in, like, way... The clothing's way more complicated. They're not exactly equal jobs, is what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. You yeah. think the king has less because he doesn't have to seem as proper as the queen does? Kind of. Or, like, I think he has to seem as proper, but it's kind of like... It's almost like that thing that all women deal with, where it's like the queen has to worry about being likable, whereas the king doesn't. Right. Oh, for right. sure. And certainly, the Princess of Wales had her own, had her own uh, bag of issues. It's crazy, like watching, because uh, I, I mean, I remember Princess Diana when I was a kid, but it's I didn't realize like how bad their marriage. Like I knew they had a shitty marriage, but like I didn't realize that they like never loved each other. Oh, I know. I didn't either. I thought they loved each other in the beginning. Me too. I sort of hope that they at least got a couple good screws in before it all went down, you know? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think you're kind of like, when I was younger, I think I thought that as well. And I don't know, some people are saying that they should consider the crown like an act of fiction or something because of this season. So I don't know. Mm. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't seem like, I mean, I guess that was kind of par for the course for a lot of royal marriages, though. It's not for love by any means. Yeah, that's true. Like it was, I kind of felt a little bad, uh, for Charles because his true love was Camilla and he wasn't, you know, allowed to be with her when he was young. You oh, hundred percent. And like, I always remember Camilla just viewed through like whatever gossip magazines used to write about her. So she yeah. was almost like a Yoko Ono in that narrative to me. Oh, like she was this really yeah. vilified and it's like, Oh, she had the love of her life ripped away from her right. by his mom. That shit's yeah. so weird. Cause who gives a fuck? You know, that's I've, right. like, I've watched the first season of the crown and like, I, watching royalty shit makes me feel so weird because I'm just like I have like zero American pride but this gives me just a tiny inkling of it because at least we aren't like (laughs) oh my god the society will fall apart if you get married a divorced person oh my stars and garters who gives a fuck really oh man it just makes me feel insane whenever I watch it it's very weird to watch these very old and it's just also like cares everything they do (laughs) has to be so yeah proper and like 
exact yeah. and the way you like walk into a room or greet someone or like sit or eat your dinner or, you know if someone's gonna like gossip about you afterwards I, was, I actually stopped watching the crown because of the stag because the first you know the, i don't know if you guys remember in the first oh episode, yeah killing the stag mm. and so i couldn't watch it oh wait is yeah. that in the first episode of the first season yeah. No, of this most recent season. Okay, because I was going to say that oh. happens again in this season. Okay, yeah. Mm. Oh, no, it was oh, really disturbing. Yeah, and I just, because I think hunters are such cowards and it just made me angry that now, yeah. now there are two, like two families after this one deer. It, it was a gross, I mean, it was, you know, I got the like symbolism and stuff. I'm yeah. glad it was a CGI deer. <laughs> But yeah, 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 it was. I know, I know. But, I but it was like, still, it was still. You don't really like want to watch that. Well, and, like, what made it disturbing was the scene where you saw the deer in the woods injured. Yeah. It like became a character. Exactly. I hate oh, it. I know. And then when it coughed into its hoof. Uh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and it had yeah, it had tuberculosis, and you're like, oh my god, this poor deer. <laughs> Not really, is it? The Bambi. Uh, <laughs> god, man. Um. Oh. All right, we have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Bambi. Hey, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with Laura Keitlinger. Hey! Thanks for braving Zoom for us. We oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> I, uh, I really, you know, I haven't, I feel like I haven't actually spoken to a person in months other than my husband. And I, and we're like walking around in our pajamas. And he always has his, his air pod, pods in his ears. And mm-hmm. so... Sometimes he'll just start, it's like seeing somebody in their pajamas laughing um, at nothing. And I'm in bed, you know, watching TV in my pajamas. It's like, you know, we're in a sanitarium just bumping into each other in the hall like two just nuts. It really, yeah, I think for people who yeah. are cohabitating, you know, I think a lot of people have started to enter the gray gardens phase. Yes. Yeah, a lot of shuffling. (laughs) Yeah, shuffling. Absolutely. Exactly. My my boyfriend, I keep telling him he needs to watch Grey Gardens, and then I saw that he'd watch some of it on you know HBO or whatever, and I was like, oh my god, did you watch it? And he's like, yeah. There was a lot of talking, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So listen to what they're saying. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, and? It's so hard. Let me tell you, it is just really, being a straight woman, it's really hard being with a straight guy. That's when you're like, what do you, what do you mean? You didn't like Great Gardens? Yeah, I just can't. Like, I'm like, I don't understand. It's like, I, every time I see cats on the on-demand, I just want to eat a bunch of edibles and watch Cats with Sean, but he won't understand why it's funny. Oh, damn. I think he would. Garrett and I started to watch it and said, let's wait and do edibles and watch it. We actually (laughs) said that. We can tell that it's going to be terrible and we need to be stoned. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, (laughs) that's so funny. If they have the gall to put that movie out, they should send every household a packet of edibles so that they can enjoy it. Well, okay. We've we've texted about this a little bit, Tess, but while we're on the subject, I just need to make a stand right now. James okay. Corden needs to get the fuck away mm-hmm. from every musical. Why is he in every musical ever made? I don't he- want to see his face. I don't want to hear him sing. If he will, if I can write on his show, great. But don't be in anything ever again. We know we could do. Maybe we should. We, we should have a list called "Let Us Miss You." Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel that way about you. Yeah, he's just being shoved yeah. down our throat in every fucking musical, and I just am like, well, I don't want to see you anymore. And it's so yeah. obnoxious because like, th- there's no dearth of talented men in American musical theater. Like, of all the British imports, we don't need James Corden. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. And like that prom, that you know, the prom like preview got me really excited but then he's got to pop up in there and i'm yeah. like god you motherfucker uh, i can't get yeah. away from you he's in i think like <laughs> if you're gonna make a musical in america you're contractually obligated to cast james corden damn yeah we I've gotta stop my stand yeah. we gotta stop using that contract i mean I'm i don't even i haven't seen any of these musicals and i agree uh <laughs> he, should, he just shouldn't yeah. be in anything period <laughs> i mean i'm still just bitter that they gave him a tv show when there was so many fucking you know women or people of color or somebody that like anyone knew here in america and they just gave this fucking dude none of us had heard of a late night show 
I think it's like we have some sort of a hard on for an English accent because mm. I, you know, I I felt the same way about the guy. Now I'm, um, but I think he's actually funny. But I'm spacing on his name. They gave him a, a show. The guy C- Craig Ferguson. I mean, he is funny. Yeah, but no, the other guy. Um, he's on HBO. I think. Uh, oh, John Oliver? Oliver. Yeah. 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 Well, I think it's we've become so disgusted with America that we can't even like stomach news unless it has an accent. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And right. like if it's not coming from us, it might be true. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, yeah, it, that's kind of yeah. where we are as a nation is. Yeah. We can't trust uh, the food in our own kitchen. But also like meanwhile, Britain is also on fire. Like they're not doing really any better than us. No, right. they're, they're really not. <laughs> but... The grass is always greener on the other talk show hosts, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is uh, I was talking to um, Anna's boyfriend is a, uh, he went to school for linguistics and I didn't realize this, but American is the, are, we're the only country that doesn't have like a, um, an upper class accent. Like ah. in Britain, there's mm. like a, an upper class British accent and it's based by class over here. It's just completely regional. Like there isn't like an, up, uh, an accent that we hear and is this like, oh, that means you're from money. It's like that doesn't exist here. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm trying to think if, if I had to choose one, though, mm-hmm. what would it be? I think I would like a southern accent. I feel like those give you a lot of character. Prestige. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah it's fun. not the Boston accent. I'll tell you that much. No, <laughs> I love uh, I love a Boston accent. Do you? <laughs> At Casey Affleck uh, doing his doing an accent, uh, doing that commercial uh, for SNL was about the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. Um, uh, he's it, it was a commercial for um, Dunkin' Donuts. And he, yeah, you have to see it. It's Casey Affleck. And he's really just he's so funny. In it. But his his accent is so strong and right on. I mean, I like to listen to a Boston accent. I think I just for I think Southern gets you a lot of different ways because you get soulful, mm-hmm. you know, but like yeah. some of the best comics, you know, are like they just have that extra thing because of that accent, you know, too. Well, yeah. It's very like uh, warm and disarming. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. like I will I, I turn it up a little bit whenever I like kind of need to get something from like, definitely a person. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll <laughs> drop a y'all. Yeah. And think about yeah. but think about uh Bush Jr. with he, who is from Connecticut and kind of gave a kind of a y'all every once in a while oh, yeah. and make him seem like he's not, just like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. Not a multimillionaire. It's just yeah, yeah. you know, we need Didn't to own a base. We all have owned baseball teams that we right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Y'all ever notice how your baseball team didn't make you ten million dollars? <laughs> <laughs> what do I, what do we need to own all of us? She <laughs> Y'all ever We need ever to notice? own something. There's no reason for people to be broke or poor or we can all just own another Yeah, we can all <laughs> pull no. yourself up by your own baseball team, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> y'all ever forget to buy like one of your dad's Secret Service guys a Christmas present, but you get you're the, oh, shit. <laughs> well, do we? What, what is the, What is being in the Secret Service like? What is that? All my about? next door neighbor, my next door neighbor growing up was a Secret Service guy. Really? Uh, from who? Yeah, yeah. From I'm, I mean, where I'm from in Maryland, or like right by DC. Um, it's yeah, it's you, you, you. There's like internal things of like you know how to protect the president you get all the threats that come that way you do that you also just like spend your whole life knowing that you have to take a bullet for this person um in case if something were to happen and uh that man's fence was very white because he painted it constantly and then his wife and kids left him so (laughs) that's where he took out all of his aggro was on the white fence he just was constantly (laughs) cleaning it and and repainting it it was just perfect it was a perfect white picket fence you could tell it was just a very a very intense very intense american is- beauty thing happening next to me <laughs> wow yeah that's kind of beautiful yeah yeah it There's- was a hell of a thing <laughs> something sort of tom sawyer about it mm-hmm. it's just such an intense thing to go into because you know when you like watch movies it, like a super a super hero movie and there's mm. all the henchmen for the bad guy that get killed yeah. that's where you're si- you're signing up to be a henchman a nameless yeah. faceless kind of. henchman who like runs after the joker and gets thrown into a pile of other people <laughs> i have to tell you my entire life my entire understanding of secret service and that kind of people is going to basically be rooted in the movie the bodyguard 
Okay. Oh. Like I always, I'm going to expect them to fall in love. I'm picturing Kevin Costner. Oh, I mean, Trump's definitely fucking his secret service. So, <laughs> hello. Talk about people who have senioritis. Those guys have to be like so one foot out the door. Can you imagine yeah. having to lay down your life for that guy? No. How embarrassing. Yeah. It's a hard. Yeah. It's, it, it's the job dependent, and, and like you, you stay through multiple administrations. So it's like mm. you hope you like this person. Ugh. I wasn't. I wasn't protecting him. I was. I was. I was uh, in the wings, shaking my head at the stupid shit he was saying. So I wasn't there. And that, and I, yeah, I forgot to jump in front of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I remember reading a, a a story early on about how he also has private security that were butting heads with Secret Service because they weren't doing like Secret Service protocol, and oh. the Secret Service was like, "You're gonna. You're. We have like a way that we do this. We haven't lost a president." Since JFK, um, we know how to do this. Please get out of the way. And they were, you know, that. Did, I just feel like the, his his requests have to be like you. You are not just being the Secret Service man. You also have to like get him a squatty potty whenever he wants it or whatever the fuck. Oh, oh for that sure, man absolutely as a squatty potty. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, you know when he's not using a diaper. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's like they had that when he was going around the hospital, he had Secret Service in the car with him and shit, even though he had COVID. It's like you're the, what there was that statistic or that uh, what, like 1300 Secret Servicemen have COVID because of him a couple oh, weeks ago, no, like a month God. or two ago. Holy and, shit, I didn't hear I think, that. I think also, I, yeah. I will say I didn't realize there were 1300 people in the Secret Service. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Yeah. Cause well, because don't they protect old presidents, too? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Yeah. So I think like all the people who've ever been president get a secret service. And I guess probably the vice presidents too, right? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, and the and I think like the kids to a certain point. Like yeah, it's a whole it's a whole Oh, I'm sorry. It's 130 secret servicemen out of 1300 total. Oh, and what about their what about their trophies? Who protects their trophies? Right. This is a good question. <laughs> Before, um, oh man, it's kind of outrageous. I just, ugh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, my next door neighbor was a, he was a hell of a guy. He was just always doing really kept his place nice because I guess it's like when you're um, when you know every day that you could die, you like want your house to be nice to come home to. Like it was like a very oh. intense, like teeth gritted kind of guy he wasn't really out very often because of that i get that yeah Yeah. i have a phobia of like if i'm writing something and it's a draft that's like kind of a mess like if Mm something if i died and someone found like a draft that was in progress Mm. (laughs) (laughs) i do like like that motivates me i'll be like i have to wait do you think that people are gonna read all like your all of your documents on your computer i hope well not all of them i should label them (laughs) Yeah, the, don't read these in case of death. Read these. <laughs> I have kind of a fantasy about that. Uh, that if I have a, an open coffin, that's that's kind of my dream to not be so, you know. Uh, <laughs> right, right. So yeah, it's goals, goals, open could, coffin goals. Yeah, yes, yeah. I want to still be in, maybe in one piece. That that there's like a recording that says you could have done something. Everybody. <laughs> Go ahead and blame yourself. Go ahead and blame. You could have done. I love you. Could have done. It's so perfect. For everybody. If only I could have done. You could have. You could. Yeah. You could program. Depending on who's walking up to the coffin, program. You know, like it's your fault or yeah. yeah. Just, you yeah. almost could like those little keychains they sell that are like fart noise machines. You could reprogram it with your voice. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's great. Give it. Out, give it out afterwards. She wanted you to know. Yeah, yeah, it's a keepsake. Um, all right, let's good. ask. There, we got a few questions. These are just jumping off points, Laura. Nothing, just oh, to true. get to, just to get to know you better. Okay. Yeah. Among your friends, what are you best known for? Oh, oh damn it! That's such a. I, 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 uh, let's see. Probably being crazy about about animals. About mm. uh, I guess that would be it. I'll probably get. Um, I'm always like, you know, sometimes I go out with other, you know, cat ladies or whatever. If there's a cat, so I'm probably known for giving uh, friends stray cats. Oh, that's Aww. a great thing to be known <laughs> And also hated for like I, I got I've already got three and I've I can't. Can you you know? <laughs> How many cats do you have? I have right now. I have three cats and dog. But um, 
but also, you know, it's a, a friend of mine, her cat that I, uh, I, you know, rehoused with her or whatever is uh, 21. So oh, and she's, wow. she's going to have to, and the cat's going to have to put, be, uh, she, she's made an appointment for the person, a person to come and put the cat down. Mm. Um, to shoot it, actually, which is weird. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Through the window. Get a running start, buddy. <laughs> no, no, no. Sniper. No. <laughs> yeah. so the, but then I, but I'm going to, she asked me and my husband, Garrett, who's also a big animal lover, mm-hmm. and he, he rescues cats also, uh, um, to go and be there with her. And I just thought, damn, I, you Ooh. know, now I, I have to go through that pain, too. But it's what I deserve for pushing this cat but I mean, <laughs> right. i'm gonna be there though because 21 is oh wow yeah but what a loved animal though to make yeah. it to 21 is like a triumph yeah you know i even when i was at will and grace they called me catlinger because i built these houses for all the stray cats uh and it was funny because in 2007 during the writer's strike i was mm-hmm. you know almost I pretty much lost my house and my mom said, can you move into one of those houses that you spent 30 grand on for the, for the cats? Because they were on, they were on, they, they were really elaborate. They were on pillars so the rats couldn't get in, but the cats could get in and eat and protect themselves. And See, why is it the musical Cats about this? That's far no, more compelling. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah king about that. us having to move into the cat houses we made because we can't <laughs> get any writing. There's nowhere job. else to live and whatever. And then the cats get to go inside and live by themselves, finally free of us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, you can play I think cat we're gonna version. Get a Chris- I think we're going to get a Christmas kitten, so. Oh, oh really? Fantastic. Ooh. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I mean, we have another cat and he's, very happy just being on his own so i'm hoping that a younger cat will you know be the best move yeah but well c- my, call my me barbara is, i'll get him i'll get one you yeah I, I i will but my boyfriend is you know obsessed so I'm, oh, okay I we're, gonna, we're gonna do it i'm excited though it'll be yeah. fun to have a you know it, it's hard it's scary because i don't want archie my cat now to like obviously every time he sees another cat with like the he'll see one outside of our screen he'll literally like ram the door <laughs> uh, you know Hopefully. what if he, he doesn't do that but if you look on the uh, the catherine c-a-t-h-e-r-i-n-e fund catherine fund i think it's catherinefund.com they uh it's a friend of mine and she has a cattery so that she could probably tell you what cat gets along with other cats and all that stuff babies oh, and cool. she has kittens and everything Oh, great. Yeah, that's a that's a good idea. That's what I kind of been looking at. You know, when you look at their little profile, they say like what their interaction level is with other cats and stuff. But it'll be fun to have a little a little new guy for Christmas. I'm excited. Kitty. I need something to make me feel make me feel good. Cat. Yeah. (laughs) It's either that or a tattoo. Just something to feel. Just keep keep, to feel anything. Keep a camera on Archie all day on Christmas when you unbox a cat. I just want to see his indignant face <laughs> i know i wish we could I, I if we weren't in COVID, i would totally do the whole like cat in a box thing but it's way too hard to pull off right now <laughs> yeah wait what's Why the cat we- in a box thing you know where you just have them in a present like giving as a gift an oh. actual gift oh. oh gotcha now what do you what do you um recommend all three of you for mm-hmm. i mean just during this time like my friend Mary and I said we one of the things we have to stop doing is waking up and saying what's the point uh, <laughs> that's very counterproductive what do you, do you guys do affirmations or anything what do you do to yeah um yeah my like I said my Spanish has been really helpful to right. me like I, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that because uh, it just forces me to think about other shit um, and I'm really I'm really obnoxious I'm really into working out yeah okay yeah like that yeah. gives me something to like do. And then like, there's a natural like endorphins factor of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, and I've been reading a shitload of fiction. Those have been That's my great. three. Yeah. That's pretty good. I yeah. have fucking nothing. I don't know. I just wake <laughs> up and hope that I'll survive the day. I mean, I have a lot of stuff to do. I've been like really getting into making crafts and stuff like that. But also mm-hmm. I don't really know how good those are because they make me feel like I'm distracting from other things I should be doing. So they don't really make me feel good because I'm not good at them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know. I have no. I have no answer. Is my is my answer? Yeah. I mean, been working out a lot too, which has been nice. And then um, I really like. T- I don't take my phone on dog walks, um, so I'm like kind of like present for that. And like the weather's so nice in LA, and I really try to focus on like what we have here that you know makes 
it what we're going through so much easier in a lot of ways. Um, I was like, dri- driving calms me down a lot. So like I go for like long drives sometimes or just listen to like a new album. That's usually like how I'll break a new album in. That's always pretty good. Um, yeah, like reading. Also just giving myself a lot of patience right now to be like, this is like a weird off year. Like I'm really not too focused on much else other than just like the, the stuff that I haven't been able to do because I've been in and out of town so much before this, you know, the last few years I've just oh. been traveling so much that it's been like, Oh cool. I'm like, I'm okay with catching up on my sleep this year. Me and my roommate, we do a thing. We, we say happy second morning to each other. Um, after <laughs> cause we wake up and we feed the pets and I walk Jack and then we have a, do a little bit of stuff. And then usually we go back to sleep for an hour or two. At oh, some that's point. nice. I like a morning yeah. siesta. Yeah. A morning siesta yeah. is great. And the day actually starts around 11, but I've already got some stuff done. So then it's like, Ooh. Oh, Hey, happy second morning. And that's been delightful. Cause then some of the time has passed. <laughs> 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 that sounds good yeah it's nice do you like uh laura do you like trashy reality tv no mm. i was gonna say the only thing that makes me happy is pills uh, <laughs> i'm I on antidepressants like pills, pills are yeah. the are the trashy tv for you know, yeah of, yeah, yeah. i'm on lexapro and dexedrine and i don't know what i would do without those oh i mean dexedrine really that's a, that's a speedy one right yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I know. And I should be exercising, but I just, you know, it's sad. I've got a, a stationary bike, bike right by my desk. Mm-hmm. And then I pile shit on the seat so that I can't actually get on it. Mm-hmm. Isn't oh, yeah. it like funny got- how we just subconsciously do that to our exercise equipment? It's like yeah. your brain just being like, if I just don't have to look at it, I don't have to use it. Well, yeah, because yeah. anything right. between you and exercise, any little, even just moving a shirt, you're like, well, can't do it. Can't do it. It's, it. Yeah. it's like, ah, shit, I'll do it later. I've got th- that means I've got to do laundry and I've got to, yeah. I've gone through a lot of phases in this of, of exercising. I'm in like a completely non, I've, I barely do it now. I'll go on walks, um, but that's about it. And I told my boyfriend yeah. we're doing like, I was like, I like okay, we're doing a 25 day thing. Walks gives you a chance to listen to audiobooks. I, yeah. What was your 25 day thing? Sorry, you cut out. I told, I said like, you know, let's do, let's do like a workout challenge like for December. So oh, I don't nice. know. We'll fucking see if that happens. It'll probably last like two days, but you know, yeah. we'll try. Me and my boyfriend were like, oh, it'd be funny to see if one of us could get abs in December. And then I bought him an extra pumpkin pie to take home with him for Thanksgiving. And I was like, dirty. <laughs> Good luck, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Are you guys competitive? so hard to get. I mean, a little, we're like a little bit, not, not, not competitive. We're just both like, we both got out of really long-term relationships and are like, okay, let's like really like focus on like trying to be the best versions of ourselves now. So it's like, we're, it's like a a supportive thing more than anything else, but it's like fun to kind of like fuck with them a little bit with it too. (laughs) That's a good place to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Garrett. Oh, Garrett and I are saying, I always say that we're the same guy. I find us, you know, we're both in boxer shorts, yeah. watching TV. I'm not scratching my balls or anything, but we're both watching TV in boxer shorts. And I was like, damn. We're, but I mean, we've been together for seven years, so that's part of yeah. it, too. So it's like, well, I guess we don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The yes. goal is to be able to turn into the same guy with someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's funny. Rick doesn't own, um, he doesn't own sweatpants because oh, yeah, wow. he does. He has one pair of sweat like material pants, but they look like office pants, but they're, so they have like a zipper and stuff. <laughs> they're like his like lounging pants because he like, oh. he, he, Wait, he, he wears zippers when he's lounging. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, <laughs> no, they're not leggings. They're like, they're like, they look like a, like they look like work pants, but they're like his, like oh. they're made of a sweatpant material, but it's the only ones that he has or anything. Brandy, like I a feel sweatpant. like you're dating a never nude. No, he gets, he's, he's, he's very nude often, but uh, <laughs> he doesn't like sweatpants make him feel like, like he, he grew up in kind of a chaotic environment and like sweatpants like really make him feel like he's back there. So he like really like being to, put together is like very important <laughs> to him. I definitely have been trying, I like, I'm wearing actual jeans right now, which is a feat. I'm trying to like actually put on clothes more often because oh, it's yeah. just so oh, easy. Yeah. But I also just bought really two sweatsuits. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, I have the best uh, thing for this. I wear a lot of these maxi dresses. Oh, yeah. They're like oh, long dresses because oh. then it's basically like a nightgown, but it actually looks like you're being fancy. Mm-hmm. That's a Te- great idea. You have to mm-hmm. understand this is a tall person thing, Tess. Those oh. things look like shit oh, on me. Oh, do not. they? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> a maxi dress on like a short, curvy girl, it's not a good combo. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You have to have That's the longness like a- to like pull it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if it's any, if it's any uh, help, I can't wear high heels. <laughs> Wait, how tall are you, Tess? 5'11". How tall are you? I'm 5'9". So I'm you not f- that tall. But You that's, feel that's taller. You feel I, I taller than that. Taller. You know, yeah. you guys know about your ape factor. This is like my favorite thing. It's no, called ape factor or ape index. You're supposed to be as tall as your wingspan from middle tip of middle finger to the other tip of your middle finger. Ooh, and okay. mine is six feet, the same as Michael Phelps. Cool. Uh, I know. <laughs> so I should be a rock climber or a swimmer, but instead I'm just somebody with really long arms. Oh, man. <laughs> five, I'm five nine, and so I, I should be six feet. Wow, so like that's I got wild. I've never done yeah. that. I think yeah. that's why I'm so clumsy. <laughs> but you need to be taller or a lot shorter. I don't know. You got an extra <laughs> three. Yeah, you got those extra inches. Yeah. But, but you've have you have you heard of it? Because you know the um the diagram, the Da Vinci diagram. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know, they have the arms up and that thing. That's yeah. that's where that comes from. Like that that your height should be the same oh. as your wings. I need to measure that, but I will say this. I had to get new running shoes. This is so embarrassing and I'm just gonna say it to you guys for free. I had to get new running shoes last week. The lady measured my feet and said, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> That's awful. But here's why she said, oh, wow, you guys. I don't, I'm just going to be honest. My feet are two different sizes. First Mine of all. Mine are two. Okay. A, a whole size different? No, half. I'm a whole size different. Wow. And that is- my right foot is a 10 and a half. Guess what my left foot is? 11? I'm going to say 11 and a half? I have an 11 and a half left foot. Whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> I was hoping it would be, I was hoping it would be small. All I can say is to this test uh, is wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't even blame her. Like, it, no, she was I, correct. She, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So now, Tess, you've got to buy two pairs of shoes every time. I think so. I think my whole life I've just been wearing shoes that are too small for me. And I, you know, my feet are, are a wreck as it is. So it's like, whatever, if they get a little puffy or blistery or whatever, yeah yeah so wait what are you what are you gonna do you do you buy the bigger pair i've always bought 11s or sometimes i even squeeze my feet into a 10 Mm. but i mean 11 and a half your only option is men's shoes they they don't make that size right in women's shoes no is that true they know i mean because girls are so much bigger now and taller and everything they don't they make um size 12 and 13 you know i would if if there's someone i can write to about this i don't know mr mr zappos or But yeah, I mean, I knew I was in trouble in high school because in high school I, I got my shoes for like homecoming or one of my dances at like a drag queen store because it was like hard <laughs> for me to find fancy shoes in my size. Yeah. Damn. So you should see if you get one of those like penis pumps and put it on the toes of your 10 and a half foot and see if you can like get your toes a little bit longer to maybe at least that way you can buy the same. Your feet will be the same size. I guess I just hate to. I hate to. to stop. Yeah. And that's my one, like, kind of normal size foot. You know, I hate to tear <laughs> right. that down. And, uh, and you don't want to take away that, that penis pump from someone who might need it, because I think that that's that well, size actually, specifically. I have a question about the penis pump. Um, is it like a breast pump, or how does it? I think so, but it's just like Jesus, I hope not. <laughs> it out of it. That would be fucking disgusting. I think it's just like elongated. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's, it's, it's not pumping anything out. It's just it making it bigger, right? Okay. Oh, so it like it, it squeezes the oxygen out of it or something. Yeah, I think it just gets all the blood rushing there, so that it gets as big as possible. But it's not like a pocket pussy. No, it's like they work. Unless you come in it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it can be. I think they 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 work like uh, they work temporarily. I'm looking at Healthline.com. I looked it up. So yeah, we, it's just to get as much blood there as you can, so you can okay. eng- engorge. It's an okay. engorging tool. It's it's homeopathic wow. Viagra. Well, let's hope this week's episode is called engorging tool. So, <laughs> Megan, don't do that. We'll be right yeah. back. Yeah, we'll be back in a second. <laughs> We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're here with Laura. And we're going to do a lady problem. Let's get some advice, y'all. If you want to ask us a, a problem to talk about on air, 
send us an email at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Ladies, I've been ghosted many a time before, but never by a job. I didn't even know this was possible, and I would appreciate your advice. I applied for a fellowship with a very prestigious institution in my country. The man running it is one of the top experts in my field. I was literally jumping for joy when he informed me I'd been accepted. It would start out as unpaid, but eventually move into being a paid position. He told me it would be a bit for the details of a starting date, and this was fine. After all, there's a pandemic raging around the world. A week and a half passed by and I emailed to inquire about the details. No response. In the meantime, he adds me on Facebook. I accept and see he's like some of my photos. He also posts quite regularly. So after two weeks of no response to my email, I private message him on Facebook and again, no response. I tried calling the office, but the number was not working and no contact information was listed except the email I already had. A month or so after the acceptance, I sent a last-ditch email asking if the fellowship was actually happening. He finally, he finally responded it was. We had a wonderful conversation on the phone, and I told him I'd get him an outline for a report I wanted to write. I figured this was finally happening. Psych. I sent the outline and no response. A week or so passes, and I just write the report because why not? It's been almost three weeks since I've sent in a full report with no answer. How can I be ghosted for a job? I was so excited to find something in a highly competitive field, especially when job hunting is made even harder by current events. This would have been great for my resume, but alas. Do I put this man on blast? Do I just not say anything and move on? Help. Thank you, ladies. Liv. Oh, my God. That's... Uh, what the fuck do you do? Um, first Remember? of all, the question is too long. <laughs> <laughs> she did say... I, she said... I'm sorry, it's long. She yeah. did apologize. <laughs> as, um, as a person with, with uh, ADHD... I, it's, it's a lot it's a lot so basically she's being ghosted by this place where they said she has yeah, a job yeah. and she doesn't know what the hell to do i mean yeah. i wonder if there's anyone else she could ask if there's somebody else there at the company that she could talk to yeah maybe try linkedin and see if there's any other yeah people. see if there's like someone else you could be reaching out to is there hr of some kind um also you wrote a report that you didn't have to, which congratulations. <laughs> what does that mean? What is a report? <laughs> I don't, I, I mean, sounds you read, official. You read a book and then you summarize it. I think mm-hmm. um, that's uh, what I remember from school. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like just because people work at prestigious places doesn't mean they're not fucking idiots uh, <laughs> and disorganized. And this is probably like COVID is like, it's fucked up a lot of stuff and who knows like what they can figure out. Uh, yeah. I, I will say that, you know, I, I think that something I've come to realize and also for myself is no matter how high up someone is, they can just like be bad at getting back to people, especially right now. You know, there's like yeah. emails while all of a sudden I'll wake up and be like, Oh my God, I haven't responded to that. And that was sent two months ago. It's just, this sounds like a, a little bit different because you're bugging him and, you know, he's not getting yeah. back. But it could just be that he's really bad at responding, which, but do you want to work with someone like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If Has anybody else been CC'd on any of these emails that you could be following up with that? Maybe, like, ask, maybe, like, maybe, like, hey, is there somebody else I could talk to about, like, the coordinating of this instead? Um, uh, you What you could do also in the middle of the night, you could like all of his photos. Um, oh, that, that's good. Uh, yeah, that usually works. I think of getting someone's attention if an email is It's weird that it. he added her on Facebook and then it's yeah. like, like that well, makes me think he's he, been creepy. He added yeah. her on Facebook and then did, after all this time, said that the fellowship was going on. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I kind of feel like you have nothing to lose. I would just be really annoying. I mean, truly, yeah. like, email every other day at this point. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. true. You really have nothing to lose at this point. That's I don't know. That's my own process. Like I'll let someone ghost me for a while, and then I'm like, all right, I'm in nothing to lose mode. I'm just gonna bug you until you're forced to respond to me. <laughs> Plus, she said she won't get paid until you know, like in while. the beginning. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think I think if this does actually go through, I think right now you're in the unpaid part, um, <laughs> yeah. whether or not. So I think when that actually starts, I think you should start getting paid because. Yeah. You know, what's the timeline of this supposed to look like? Now, she did ask if she should put him on blast. I obviously don't know what exactly this 
field is or what that entails as far as like a tweet storm about like hey where the fuck is this person what do you guys yeah. think about this option um i, I would recommend against it i don't yeah. know that that's gonna serve you in any real constructive way yeah i mean i don't think put it in writing anywhere but i th- feel like you know there's nothing wrong with being like honest in conversation with colleagues that you like and trust <laughs> about this person yeah, I can't. I mean, without knowing like what her specific field is, I mean, if there's anything comparable to this fellowship, I would just start exploring those options. Like, I would just plan on taking yourself elsewhere. Yeah, like, this yeah. I mean, seem like- it, and fortunately, it sounds like something where you kind of have to treat it as though it's not happening. I would keep yeah. bugging him, but you probably have to move on. Like, you yeah. Know? Like, if this was somebody, if this was a romantic situation, you'd be like, all right, time to move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Put it on your resume. Fuck him. <laughs> uh-huh. I totally agree. You wrote the report. Yeah, you did a report. So I think put that report in your cover letter and put it all on your resume. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because you also know that if they try to follow up, he's not going to get back to them. So yeah. And he also said yes to the fellowship. So, so you got say, it. Oh, I've got a fellowship at blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or I did. Yeah. 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 I think that's a great solution. So you win. You didn't have to do the full fellowship and you still get to put it on your resume. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it sounds like it's probably a, you know, small world, like all kind of fields are. So even if it gets back to the guy, I mean, hey, he'll probably have to respond to you. So Yeah. Yeah. Be like, well, (laughs) yeah. Be like, well, you didn't tell me what the fellowship entailed. So I did something for it. Therefore, I did it. For all I know, I did the whole fellowship. The fellowship was me writing this report to no response. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, don't. No, I, I, I think a good, a good lesson just for any any business is like don't uh, wait for somebody higher up to like respond to you before you continue pushing yourself because like they're all you're the only person that is gonna like you know work the hardest for yourself and like who knows what their agenda is and what they've got going on. Um, and if you just sit and wait for somebody to actually like you know work for you as hard as you're going to do for yourself it'll never happen so i like to say keep your venues of rejection open have have several oh i like that (laughs) yeah 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 you want to spread out like a starburst and get rejected in every direction that's what i do i'm waiting on three things right now that probably aren't going to happen but there you know yeah but hey make me feel flexible I think yeah. that's, the, that's the key to living in Los Angeles is you've got to get comfortable waiting on three things that are not going to happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Maybe look up. If, I don't know if, it's a way, if there's a way for you to look up to see who's gotten this fellowship before and see if you could like follow up with them to see if like, I don't oh, know. That's a good idea. Yeah. And yeah. That, at least maybe that person could verify that this other guy is kind of a flake or. Yeah. Know. If nothing else, you can talk shit about this guy with somebody. So <laughs> yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. I think that would be fun. <laughs> Um, but you know, let us, let us know. I hope you, you got this and it says that that sounds like this was like a big deal to get. So you can probably get something else. I may hate, like it sucks to like have worked oh hard. My God, That sucks so much to get it. Uh, it. Cause like we said, it's so, we're so used to rejection. We built ourselves up so much that like when you actually get a thing, it's just like, yeah. Yeah. that's what sucks about this is is you know it really jades you because you're like oh okay so i just can't get excited about anything ever cool great yeah, yeah. good to know right. <laughs> i was just looking at um sundance because they're doing it all online this year uh-huh. and tess and i tess and i went last year and i'm like oh, oh man great. it's what did you think it was, of it? it was so oh, I mean, fun so much fun yeah we did molly I, at a party that steve buscemi was at and we <laughs> met lynn manuel it was a great night that's amazing that sounds like a blast wow. it was fun and i i used to go all the time because i lived in salt lake so i just went as a you know like a local or whatever but i mean just so much fun and yeah just so invigorating like so much like just watching all these you know films and stuff and stuff you're never gonna be able to see anywhere else and just a really really exciting time and i was like oh it's so sad that this is online like it's just gonna be so it's not the same when you're Uh, like huddled together in you know out of the cold and you just see fucking uh i was gonna say oh my god i can't think of a famous person joe pesci i don't know (laughs) (laughs) that was the first person i could think of indie darling joe pesci (laughs) (laughs) well it is sundance so nothing's really indie yeah that's true hey are you guys watching endeavor by any chance no is it Mm -hmm. good oh i love it it's on pbs and this an actor in it uh his name is anton lesser is so phenomenal and he's one of these actors that is is a chameleon because i didn't know i'd been watching him in game of thrones and all these other things and so uh 
I just I, I feel like he needs to be awarded because he's truly great. But and the lead actor is amazing too, Sean Evans. But it's a it's a kind of a murder mystery series, but it's 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 English, so. Ooh, it sounds cool. great. Ooh, yeah. It's shot in Oxford and it looks so beautiful there too. It's like kind of like a good I love escape, when you start getting like, into into British TV and all you just recognize the same start seeing the same people and everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's but it can't be as awful as can you imagine watching American TV and all you see is the rock in every fucking <laughs> thing? Yeah, pretty over it. <laughs> that's amazing. I'm rewatching Battlestar Galactica right now and um <laughs> And it's, it's is the crazy. rock in that? He'd be so good. In that. <laughs> no, he's he not seems in that. like he would be. He's yeah. not. But, <laughs> but there's yeah. like a ton of actors that you don't like. You this was like their first start thing, mm-hmm. and it's so cool to see yeah. them. It's like little babies and like where they go to now, and it's like man, just like watching Law and Order SVU, and you're like, I know so many comedians who've played dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Exactly. Awesome. How'd you book that corpse? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's that's our show. Thank you so much, Laura, for being on with us. Thank you. Um, and we should mention Laura has been directing documentaries, features, and shorts, and you can find all of her stuff on it's laurakeitlinger.com, right? It, yeah, just laurakeitlinger.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank and you. follow yeah. her on Twitter at King Keitlinger. And you can find all of our stuff all over the place and go to patreon.com slash lady to lady if you want to hear the top secret session or any of our other fun stuff that we do over there. And one more plug we talked about it at the beginning of the show but we are doing a holiday zoom party next sunday the 6th at 6 p.m um it's gonna be super fun we're gonna have naomi ep kerrigan doing stand-up we've got aaron lampart we've got ryan nemeth coming on with us so buy tickets at tinyurl.com slash l2l holiday party it's gonna be fun yeah come and, hang out yeah. with us it's super f- the last these shows have been such a blast so you know you guys make them really fun and we love seeing you oh yeah they're a good time yeah and thanks again laura and we'll see you guys next week thank you bye-bye can't get enough of us subscribe to our patreon for exclusive bonus content access to our first 100 episodes and more go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up as little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.